Are we recording? We are recording. We've started. We have started. We, we, have, started. we have started. So, so yeah. So, do you want to start with this? I don't mind. Yeah. What do you want me to start with? Where shall I start? Well, uh, I think we need to do kind of like a little bit of an intro kind of thing yep. to the show as yep. well. Um, so, this is Living With Leukemia. Should we talk about how we decided to do this or come up with it? Yes, yes, that would be a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, why we did it, uh, or why you're doing it, or yeah. why you want to do it, the reasons behind it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it is, I found myself, when I found out, obviously, Archie... For those of you that don't know, Archie was diagnosed with leukemia in February. It is, they say it's ALL, which is acute lymphoblastic leukemia. They say it's the good type. What, what is that though? What is leukemia? <laughs> leukemia, so the type of leukemia he has, it is his white blood cells. And obviously your bone marrow produces white blood cells. Yeah. With his, they are maturing too quickly. Okay. And because they're maturing too quickly, there's too many of them. And then they're being released into the bloodstream and it's making him poorly. And that's actually what makes them ill. It kind of like attacks everything else in the body as well. So, it, you know, there's a drop in the platelets, there's a drop in um, the haemoglobin levels. Yeah. Um, if he picks up coughs, colds, his body just cannot fight it off. Okay, um, okay. So it's basically, you know, he's got too many blood cells white blood cells yeah. which fights infection yeah and then and then it's basically thinking everything in his body is an infection basically okay okay yeah, i think so yeah well i think <laughs> you're right no, no i think that's <laughs> you know what i'm learning as <laughs> i go it, this is it i this am is, learning as i go sometimes i have to pick journey. up my phone and just double check am i saying the right thing um so 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 what's happened what's Tell us the, the the journey, the start of this. I mean, you know, no. From when he was diagnosed, or from the lead up to the, the lead up. Yeah, because to be honest with you, I think people find it interesting as well to hear certain signs of you know that you could maybe notice in themselves or their children, yeah. friends, family, something like that, which may help them think, oh, good, you know what? I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. this has happened to them because you've got quite a. Interesting there's quite story. a lot, yeah. and there's quite a lot of symptoms that he had as well. And they weren't the thing is they weren't all coinciding with each other. They were all happening at different times. Yeah. And if you know, if you know, you would think, okay, so there were times I'd say going back in November last year, he he was very active. Yeah. He played yeah. football. He did football training twice a week. Had a football game on a Sunday. Um, Saturdays he'd do three hours of performing arts, yeah. singing, dancing, acting. Super active then. Really, really yeah. active. Loads really, of really fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and there were times where you know it comes to, sort of towards the end of November, and he was just really tired. How old was Archie? Sorry, I forgot. He was eight at the time. He was eight. Yeah. He'd go on to you know he'd play a game of football and he'd play twelve minutes and he'd be completely out of breath. And oh, that wow. was not normal, you know, even with Archie's dad, my husband, Baz. You'll all get to meet Baz soon. Don't worry, guests. We, we, we will have, have guest stars in here. To talk yeah. about Baz. We will have guest stars. <laughs> um, you know, he he obviously manages the team, but he would be like shouting at Archie. You're to being lazy. Yeah, yeah, you're being lazy, you know, but okay, it's yeah. what any dad would do. Yeah. 
You, you wouldn't you know, have known, yeah. Well. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> Obviously, like, later on down yeah. the line, the guilt hit him. But, yeah. you know, it was a case of, come on, stop being lazy, pick it up, or you're coming off. Mm. And it was like that. And he'd come home from... And what was Archie saying, though, and stuff like that? That he was though? tired. He was just tired. He, he didn't tired, think anything yeah. different. I can't like run that. anymore. He was literally screaming at, at his dad. I cannot run anymore. I'm out oh, of wow. breath. Okay. And obviously me being mum, obviously I help out on the sidelines and I'm like, just come off, just come off. And me and Baz would be back and forwards with each other, you know, yeah. bickering. Like, I'm being the protective mum and he's being the encouraging the, dad. The pushy dad. Yeah. yeah. I like the way you use encouraging. Yeah, he was the best for him. <laughs> But, um, so that was one of the first things, and I just put that down to, I'm just doing too much with him. You know, yeah, I kind of need just... to cut back on a few things because he was too tired. Makes sense. I and then that. there'd be the odd occasion where he would throw up, he would be sick, but there would be no temperature. We would just like, be no at, reason. Just nothing. We'd nothing. be at his older brother's football game, and he'd just come over and go, I need to be sick. And he'd go off, be sick, and then be absolutely fine oh. after. Oh, wow. So that was around sort of November time, and then... Around the beginning of September, I noticed. This is 2022. 2022, yeah. 2022, yeah. No, December, yes, December, sorry, Liv, yeah. Um, I noticed large lumps on his neck, and it was a really, really big one. I've I've posted pictures on his Instagram page. They're not very good to look at, but they're another one of the, the signs. Yeah. But originally, I just thought, okay, he's got a viral infection, because... Your lymph nodes come up when I you was, have a I was just about to ask that. Was, that yeah. the, was it the lymph nodes? Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, yeah and yeah, you know, sense. later on down the line, we found out it was enlarged lymph nodes. But again, you put that down but to a virus. An, yeah, virus yeah. infection. You know, yeah. it could have been glandular fever. It could have been mumps. Yeah. Anything yeah, like that. Nose, yeah. Um, so again, he didn't show any symptoms of temperature, being unwell. Alright, he had a bit of felt a bit tired. But again, I just thought, okay, he's obviously feeling run down. And because he had the articaria, I've, again, I've explained bits of this on his Instagram page. Explain to me. What, what's so articaria? articaria is, is like an autoimmune... Like a, I was going to say, it sounds like a magic spell or something. Yeah, yeah it like, is, it's an autoimmune disease, disease yeah. um, where your body tries to attack itself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when, again, this started when he was seven. So okay. this first started happening when he was seven. His whole body would come out in hives... Yeah. Um, it would he would be red from head to toe, um, a lot of swelling on the lips and things like that. Um, so that's a bit about Articaria. I don't really, okay. I don't yeah. really know too much about that. He's had tests um, to show if he's allergic to anything and things like that, but yeah. it's never. We've never really got to the bottom of it. No, that's cool. So I kind of like thought, okay, maybe the lumps and him being a bit run down was due to that because everything was on the lower side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that. Left it for a couple of weeks. I just thought maybe he's just feeling a bit run down. We'll see how it goes. Did you Google anything? Did you go online? No, but something in the back of my mind yeah. was telling me, is it Hodgkin's lymphoma? I don't know why I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, just a gut feeling. Just kind a gut of feeling, yeah. yeah. Something wasn't sitting Mother's right intuition. with me. Yeah. yeah. Something was not sitting right with me. It was just it just kept niggling away at me. And you know what? It was like I was seeing signs everywhere. I'm, you know, mm. I'm really yeah, into, you, yeah, know, like, you yeah, know, some yeah, people yeah. will look at me and think, oh, yeah. you're, you're daft or whatever. <laughs> I was driving along one day and I see a sign that said, um, you know, if you need help because you're suffering from cancer. And I'm thinking, all these signs, like, what's going on? Because I'm seeing all these signs everywhere. Something, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I felt like I was going mad. Honestly, felt like I was going mad. And then didn't do anything for a little while. And then my son's friend... 
What oh, was the push? Yeah, what was the pusher? The push, right. Yeah, so my son's friend, I'm not going to mention her name, um, she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. And again, at that time, I was like, she had exactly the same symptoms, symptoms. as Archie. Yeah. And it just was not sitting right with me. So I thought, you know what? The lumps weren't going anywhere. Tried to contact the doctor, she can't get anywhere with them. So I decided to take him to a local walk-in centre. Mm -hmm. um, went in, he did, did a full body examination. He said to me that he had lymph nodes in his armpits, in his groin, um, but he was showing no signs of infection anywhere. Okay. No temperature, no sore throat, no chesty cough, nothing. Um, but he did send me away with antibiotics and said, follow it up with your GP because it needs investigating. So that's what I did. I went to the GP about a week later after getting an appointment. And even at that point, I sort of sent, you know, Baz and Archie out of the room, and I said to the doctor, are we looking at cancer here? You know, I have a gut really? feeling. So you were like straight I was out, on it, honest. you know. Yeah, okay, whether yeah. that was my anxiety, I don't know what it was, but it just was not sitting right with me. It's good that you did that, though, because a lot of parents, I can imagine, you know, once they're given something from the doctor, you know, they're a trusted professional and stuff, I can imagine them thinking, okay, that's it, I'll give this a... But, you know, that's just nice to hear from you to say that you did just... I blurted was it honest. out. Yeah, yeah, it was just, just transparent and yeah. with it and was like, is this what it is? You and know? the thing is, the thing that didn't sit right with me is that he didn't say no. Yeah. He did not say yeah. no. He didn't say no, he didn't say yes. It was the look in his eyes. And I remember, you know, calling my mum after when I come out and I'd said like, I asked him if we were looking at cancer and he didn't say no and he didn't say yeah. And at that point, it was like, I'm not stopping. How did, what did you feel inside? Did your heart sink? What was it? What yeah, was the because feeling? it's like, yeah. you feel like... Because you ain't got an answer to no, anything. No, it's like, still... it's like you're... The only way I can describe it is like, you're trying to, you're trying to like fight to get answers, but you just feel like you're just hitting a brick wall. Every yeah. single time, it's like you're getting a pushback, a pushback, a pushback, it's more. It's like opening a box even more, and you're yeah. getting deeper and deeper, and you're like, oh my God, that's just... And it's not that it doesn't going... help either, because you start Googling things. And I know they say don't Google it, but you know what? Sometimes Googling it, you get the answers that you need because you know what to <laughs> ask the, the doctors. It's the yeah. push, yeah, something you would never think, something like, like yeah, you wouldn't have considered friends or family, I No, that's it. And obviously going back to the doctors, I mean, he he was he was amazing. The doctor that mm. we see, he was brilliant and he actually contacted the local hospital um, and said that he wanted bloods taken straight away. Wow. We okay, didn't have good. to sit and wait in the urgent care part, we just got sent straight through to paediatrics, which is what we did. But at the, at the time... There was a nurse strike. Okay. So they was extremely understaffed. So this kind of plays into it as well. So that's yeah. interesting. I yeah. can imagine stressful for you guys. I mean, that's it. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, you guys yeah, right, yeah. You know? It was frustrating. We, obviously they took the bloods. This is the next frustrating part, is that we were seen by a consultant. It wasn't, you know, just your standard doctor. It was a consultant. He didn't do a full body examination. He sat Archie in a chair, felt his lumps on his neck, Strep A. Strep A, really? Strep A. Because I know there was a lot of Strep A going around a few years strep back. A. Or, yeah, you were excited. And I looked though, at yeah. my husband and I said to him, that is not Strep A. Yeah. He didn't have a cough, he didn't have a sore throat, he didn't have a temperature. And I'm looking at this consultant and I'm thinking, you haven't even checked him over. Mm. And you're, you're quite happy to send me away with antibiotics telling me that it's strep A. And you've already had antibiotics yes, as well. and nothing had, had changed. Yeah. And, he, and the consultant had actually turned around and said to me, well, I've got a lymph node on the back of my neck. It's been there years. 
Cheers. <laughs> you know, That's we're so not weird. getting to the bottom of what's going on. But, I mean, to be fair, the blood test came back normal. Yeah. So he had no reason... To escalate it. No, like, but yeah. for me, I'd even looked at him and said, are we looking at the C word? And he went, no, we're not looking at the C word. Okay. So that was the frustrating part as well, because again, it was like another pushback. Well, what is it then? Yeah. You know, I've had two you... or three people tell me now, we're not looking at, oh, okay, maybe yeah. one person, we're not looking at cancer. But in the back of my mind, I knew it was. I don't know why, I just knew They're it just was. Saying, and you like you say, you know, one door's closing. Yep, 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 it's not this, but another one's opening. It's yeah. going to be this, and you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. I just want to know what the hell it is. I want my boy to be okay. Yeah, and nothing was working. And I was looking at him and thinking, you know, backwards and forward to the doctors. But in a way, I kind of look at it as a blessing in disguise now, because I think we were able to enjoy Christmas. True, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's because yeah, you're... we'd gone in, I think we'd gone in the 20th of December, we'd gone in, and looking back at it now, I think if it had been picked up then, we would have been in hospital over Christmas. Of course, yeah. yeah and I think, do you know what, that, that is a bit of a blessing, because we got to enjoy that Christmas. That last bit of yeah. normal, well, the normal, I mean, you guys life, wouldn't have even known that no. was your last kind of normal Christmas. Or and so. I think, you know... Everything happens for a reason, mm. and that happened for a reason. And, you know, he sent us away. If it doesn't clear up, go back to your GP, which is what we did. So we got through Christmas. So we're he looking at fine. two months now. What is it, two months, yeah, so three months now? Two months, yeah, from, like, <laughs> so, yeah. November to December. Yeah. We got through Christmas. All right, he, you know, because he'd had a break, he had no football, and he had no dancing yeah. over Christmas because they were on half term, we didn't notice the tiredness as much. So yeah. I just assumed, okay... Too many sweets, too much cake, just a bit tired, yeah, late nights, early mornings. Yeah, not eating enough nutritional mornings. food, yeah. things like that, basically. The, Chris, the yeah. Christmas season, the Christmas season. You know, yeah. we got after Christmas, and then I started noticing that he wasn't eating. So, it, again, you know, he'd come home from school, and he'd say, I didn't like my lunch, didn't, didn't want to eat it. Okay. He'd have, so I'd buy him... What is it? The Lunchable. So he'd eat oh, the Lunchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after school, we'd go and have a Lunchable. To try it because he said he was hungry. So, so he, he just wants bitty stuff. So yes, just really, really just bitty, like yeah, easy to snacky eat stuff. bits. Yeah. Um, and then I think right, I do him a big dinner because he's not had much much yeah. for lunch. He'd take one mouthful full up. Okay. But it, at the time he was playing the computer. Gone, yeah. Well, and for me, sense. because he was like on Fortnite with his friends, I'm like, okay, he just wants to rush off. Doesn't want to eat. Wants yeah. to rush off and go back to the computer. So in the end, I was like, you're not going on the computer. You're going to sit here and finish your dinner. He just couldn't do it. He could not do it. And I was like, he's saying, right, how can he not eat all day? He's had a Lunchable, I'm doing him dinner, and he just can't eat it. You know, he was having two mouthfuls, wasn't he? Literally two mouthfuls. I can't eat no more. Well, he up. started crying because he just said, I can't. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. And then, the, you know, it was, it was probably frustrating for him. How did you, how did you feel about it? How were you, t- how were you kind of taking that on? if that makes sense. So, what, with you know, him not eating? Yeah, you know, like you said about Baz, in, in a sense of the, sort of like the dad guilt, and was there like a sort of like mum guilt when you look back on it and you think, oh, you know what, I, I wish I wasn't, you know no, what I mean? I or I wish me, I pushed it, it was, forward a bit more, or? No, I think for me, I was just very much like, I wanted him to be comfortable, because yeah. I spend a lot of time with Archie, obviously my older two, they're a lot yeah. older, they're a lot independent, and he, me and Archie, we've, we've always had a very, very close bond, very close relationship. Um, 
And I just wanted the best for him. So if he didn't want to eat, yeah. I didn't want to force him because we'll he was, like, he was yeah. purely, he, he, he was clearly uncomfortable. And I didn't want, you know, he said, I'm bloated, I just can't eat. And I didn't yeah. want to force him to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but then after that, he, we, I'd still encourage him. But then there'd be days where he would eat. Yeah. Big meal, so it's very up and down. It was, it was very up and down, wasn't it? There'd be times where you know he'd eat like four slices of pizza from Domino's, so and I think like you guys are getting confused and thinking yeah. what's going on. But then he started over the next sort of three weeks. He'd say like, "I've got pains in my legs. My legs are hurting." Mm. And you know what? Even thinking about it, like now, even when he was like six, seven, he'd say, "I've got pains in my shin." Mm, and yeah, I, I even yeah. went to the doctors and we had an x-ray on his shins because even then I thought oh my god he's got bone cancer you know everything that I'm thinking is, is all this pain I'm thinking it's cancer here cancer there it's just now I'm going <laughs> I'm to stop you for a second right? I'm going to stop you now I'm going to have to jump in because yeah. you've, you've mentioned something there why do you go to that place do you think why did you go is it is there history in the family like what yeah yeah, yeah. so my mum has had cancer she had cancer of the womb when she was about 26. She yeah. had her womb removed. When I was pregnant with Archie, my dad had uh, bladder cancer. He went in for uh, day treatment and had yeah. the tumour removed. removed yeah. um, I don't think anyone else in the family has had cancer. But I know it runs in the family. Yeah. And you see, you read things about it, it skips a generation and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. I know, because the fact that you would think like you said, at six and se- you know seven years old, but my mind wouldn't normally go no. to cancer. Think, Do you see what yeah, I mean? But I think a lot of it wouldn't. is. I have got anxiety. My yeah. anxiety is there. It, it's worst now, case scenario. Are you saying? Yeah, is that I what, always yeah? go to worst case scenario. Plan for the worst. Yeah, expect always. The best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, literally, yeah. it is. I always think the worst. Even with with Olivia when she goes to school, and I'm like. She'll text me and I think, oh my God, what's happened? <laughs> you know? I haven't read who it started yet. on her, like, kind of thing, like, you know, that lioness comes out in you and it's like, you go, you do go into, like, mum mode, like, you know, you protect your yeah. children. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for me, it was like, you know, even going back to Archie's birth and things like that, you know, when he was born, it wasn't a straightforward birth. Mm. You know, he, um, he was a big baby, he was nine pound eight and he got, he got stuck. And we had to go down for an emergency cesarean. And, and when he came, obviously I was knocked out. When he came round, they said like he had to go into an incubator because he had bad gases in his umbilical cord, cord and yeah, things like yeah. that. And, you know, when the, the doctors and that spoke to me then and they said if we had him out in eight minutes, if we hadn't had him out, he would have died. Because yeah. his heartbeat stopped. When, well, you know, right. when right. being in a hospital. And when all this came around, I just keep, all these things like come to my mind and I think like... I shouldn't think it, but you know when you think like, it's my child meant to be here. And I'm speaking oh, like okay. a raw yeah, truth here. It is go- I'm going yeah. on a deep level. That's, that is raw. Yeah, yeah, that's very vulnerable. Yeah, because you think, like that, you yeah. think... Why is the odds stacked up against it? Yeah. He's already... His heartbeat yeah. stopped when he was a baby. Okay, he had bad gases and umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even when he was a baby, he would cry all the time. I couldn't take him anywhere. He wasn't... A happy child he mm. wasn't not until he got to sort of like a toddler age toddler a couple of years something yeah. like and that and then he At sort of baby, started the, yeah, yeah but he always had trouble with going to the toilet like i know boys have a trouble yeah. with but there was always something in my mind i don't know what it is whether i've got I'd, premonitions things like that but it always stuck with me that he wasn't going to be on this earth long i don't know why okay. and that yeah. is me being totally honest i, I 
you know, I've done this to be honest. Can I say something? Yeah. yeah. And you went to that psychic. Yes. Yeah. Before I fell pregnant with Archie, I went to a psychic and she said to me, I can see that you and your partner are going to have a baby. Don't do it. Really? I'm... Wow. God's so, honest truth. I've got it on a disc somewhere. Wow. We need to play it. Wow. She said to me, don't do it. Do not do it. Normally, I'm not lost There would be a lot of pain and suffering. She did. She said there would be a lot of pain and there would be a lot of suffering. And, you know, that is me, you know, people are going to see me saying this, but, you know, as a parent, you shouldn't think it, but it is there in my mind. It's, it's, it's like you say, yeah. I mean, I'm a parent too. You know that and stuff. And you would never you think would, that. <laughs> you know, don't get me yeah. wrong. Harry and Olivia, I've never had that type of feeling. Yeah. Never. Never, ever. I've never, you know, not worried how I worry about Archie. Do you, do you sometimes feel, though, it's because of kind of what's happened is because of the way you think then about Archie especially? So, you know, you've had this person say this to you. It's kind of not planted the seed as no, such in your head or anything, but it's this, just there. I don't know. I just have this gut feeling I don't know what it is. And every time I have this gut feeling, it always turns out to be right. I don't know. You're just hoping it's going to be wrong. I hope it, you know? I, I pray <laughs> to God exa- it's yeah, wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, I'm I pray to God. So. But, you know, that is me being... I have to be honest. I have mm. to, you know... I'm, if I come on here and said, you know, I don't feel like that, I'd, I'd, I'd be a fraud, I'd be this a liar. This is it, you know. And I don't want, you know, people need to know how you feel. And, you know... That is me being honest. I've always felt like his soul is not going to be on this earth long. And it's literally... Like, when when your child's diagnosed, you wake up every day and you think, is my child going to survive today? I personally can't even imagine that type of... I wouldn't even call it anxiety. It's it's like a, it's it's a more fear. of a, a fear, a yeah, pain, it is a, a constant pain yeah. of... You know, having to, 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 to wake up every day and you know that someone, and you know, as we all know, like kids are innocent, you know, yeah. to, to an extent, you know, they they haven't done anything to warrant anything. So, you know, this is why it hits so hard and it hits home with so many people. And this is yeah. why what you're doing now is so important because there's going to be plenty of parents out there who are going to just feel a bit lost and I feel a bit unsupported, whether mm. it's because of the, the medical service, whether it's because of friends, family, their partners, yeah, you know, kids, them just in themselves if they've done enough. Yeah. You know, so you you talking from a raw perspective, it, it, it does, it just helps. It just, I, I know there's going to be people I feel like, like I shocked you when I said that I felt like... It's... Uh, I felt like Archie... It's a harsh... It's not going to be harsh, here. Yeah. No, I felt like that's how, you know... It's not a truth as such because no. it's... You, you, don't want that. No, no but of it's, course it's, not. It's I wanted to live. You know, he your, needs to outlive yeah. me, you know, yeah. and his dad. But that I've said it to my mum, and I've it's it's a it's a guilt because I think why do I feel like that? But it is it's yeah. like I've always felt like I've had some sort of like psychic inability. I've always felt that yeah. always. But it just it's just niggling away at me that yeah. he's just you know, and I feel like that's why we've got such a close bond. Because I feel like that can there's a that that that, that there's such a strong connection. Yes. Of knowing before. Is it because happens. I know yeah. that I've not got long with him? Yeah. And that just, is how and I you're feel. Just doing everything, and whether you do, I mean, we, you know, we can't control what happens no. and stuff like that, and you know, um, 
as we'll go on through this podcast and the story and the journey and stuff, you know, we'll talk about Archie's uh, progress and, you know, where he is currently and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, things are looking positive at the moment, as you were saying. Um, and, you know, and kind of, yeah, before we kind of go back to... The diagnosis. The diagnosis, yeah. yeah. See, and this is it. This is yeah. what it's all about. It's very easy. Do you see how we've just gone, gone on this of, tangent? Totally because, off of yeah, course. but it's important as well. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's important know. that people know the background. Well, of course, of, of course. How we've got to where we are today. But going back to that, obviously, we enjoyed Christmas. Yeah. And then you start, you know, with the food and things like that. And then with the leg pain and, yeah, you know, you asking why I automatically thought cancer when he was seven well, with, this is with it. the leg yeah. pain. But we got the all clear from that. And then I just put it down to growing pains, okay? He's got growing pains in his yeah. legs because his yeah. dad used to yeah. have that. His dad's very tall. Yeah, yeah. Put it down to that. Um, but then, you know, about, I'd say about two weeks before diagnosis, he started coughing up phlegm. Mm. But it wasn't like... Normal. Not no. your ill kind no. of, you know, <clears throat> that's it, it you know, like it's done. Green. It was thick. Yeah, but it was like really green. It wasn't like your normal like chesty cough. Like fluorescent green. Yeah, type. it was. Wow. It was bad. Fluorescent green. Yeah. And it was like he'd have like this phlegm coming out of his nose, but it was like string, so you could like pull, and it would just come out and come out. And come really. Out. And it was, but then it would, so it'd be like that for a couple of days, and then he'd be fine. I've got to find out. Did you ever find out what that stuff coming out of his nose? It was a build-up of... Oh, was it just like... It that's was a build-up like, If it was like a sign or something. The, so yeah. he had lymph nodes on the chest. So every time he was picking something up, it was, it was just, just sitting on his the chest. Lungs, yeah. And, and the it. only way he'd come out... Because the white blood cells weren't doing its job... Wow. It was literally just congested everywhere. It was... It, it was, was so it was bad. thick. Yeah, that it, it was literally... Was honestly, like you said, you're pulling it yeah, out of him. Once, like, wow. You know, it'd be like that for a couple of days and then it would be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be absolutely fine. And then... A week later. It'd come yeah. back. And I think, like, you know, what is going on? This, And then, you know, I, I just thought, right, okay. So the lymph nodes hadn't cleared up. I requested another blood test. I remember the date, 17th of January. They came back normal. And even the doctors didn't want to do it because it, it was it so was gonna, close. It, it was so close to the blood test done in December. It was like, well, it's going to be the same because it's only been four weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, but, but it still needs to be done. But you're seeing all this physical yeah. stuff happen to him. It still needs to be done. And you're like, well, I know something's wrong because this is happening. Yeah. I know what that's saying. You know, so the... And then, so that was like up and down and up and down. And then... A week before diagnosis, he kept complaining of back pain, didn't he? In yeah. his lower back. I've got back pain and it won't go. I've got back pain and headaches. Okay. But the headaches just would not go, would they? Every day he would wake up with a headache. I'd well, give him cowpole, okay. he'd go to school, he'd be fine. And then he'd be like, coming home from school, I've got a headache again. So that's, that's a good point you make, though. So he's still going to school. Yeah, he's still going he's... to school. But it wasn't until, so I didn't know this. And this, this is frustration on my end again, because when he was diagnosed, and I, I spoke to the school, and I said, "Well, you know, did you notice anything at school?" Well, that's what. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah. Because that's why. And I was they said, about... "Oh, yeah, it was a bit lethargic in class. It was a bit tight." Well, why didn't you bring that to my attention? Well, that's what I was going to say. So, school noticed things. that he was tired in class. Why are they not? You know, they no, might but... feel there's no reason to, but surely they could sort of pull me to one side and look. When notice Archie's tired in class, is everything okay at home? That's what I mean. So it's not a case of you know you didn't get to see the teachers. You're seeing the teachers, and they're just not having that conversation. Not that. And I think you know you at the time. 
with things like this, even in every day-to-day -day life, you have to communicate. You have to communicate, even if it is just something little. Just let that parent know. Exactly. It could be much more. Yeah. Oh, well, and in this case yeah. it was, yeah. you know. But um, even so, you know, so he'd had the headaches, he'd had the back pain, didn't he? Yeah. And it was... I was thinking, alright, it's the virus again. He's got a virus, the lymph nodes aren't going, the blood tests are coming back normal. What could it be like? You know, I just wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't getting anywhere. It's, and how how would that... So you've gone through months now yeah. with your son. Weeks and weeks, yeah. You know, and obviously Aaron and Olivia, their age and everything, they're a lot older, they're teenagers and stuff like that. You've got this young kid there. He's going through this. He's getting weaker, physically weaker, yeah. worse and worse, day in, day out. You know, you've got no answers from the school. You've got no answers from... You know, the NHS as such, you've got no answers at home. I mean, what was happening at home? How did you guys feel? How did you feel? How did, you know, your husband feel? How did the kids feel? What was going on? Like, were people, was, there, was there anger? Was it confusion? Was it a bit of everything? Scared? I you know? felt like no one was listening to me. But is that yeah. outside? But is that also including your family yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I felt like they thought I was really overreacting. Yeah. And they thought that, you know, I'm a hypochondriac and whatever else. Because I do overreact with things. Yeah. You know, yeah. She knows well, there you go. No, I no, do no. overreact. I, like, so, I do. I'm not so. no, you know, and I, I felt like everything was just being compressed. Because I couldn't get it out. And it was like... It's on you. Yeah. And it was it was literally like, you're not listening to me. I was literally on, on edge. No one's listening to me. There's something going on with my child and no one is listening to me. There was a point where... He was getting bruises, so he got bruises on the back of his arm, he got a bruise on his... And I'm thinking, well, how's he got that bruise? Yeah. Normal kids get bruises on their shins. Yeah, they bump in, like bang yeah, into stuff, don't play football, He football, was getting bruises yeah. in places that you wouldn't get bruises. So I spoke to my mum one day, and she came in, she said, well, you know how you would know? You'd, you know, push your skin like that, and there'd be a bruise there. So she was trying to make me not worry and not look into it and everything mm -hmm. like that, and I'm thinking, no, I, I don't believe you. That's all I kept thinking. I don't believe you. I know I'm right. I know something's going on. Baz, we'll, we'll, we'll get he to Baz. Well, this is why, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is why I want... Yeah, I don't so want to say typical <laughs> man. I don't want to say typical man. But he was a typical man. He thought I was overreacting. Don't worry about it, love. That's all I've got. Don't worry about it, love. He's fine. Don't worry about it. He's just done well, you know. Yeah, well, was that more out of, like you say, general dude, put it to the back of the mind kind of thing, busy? Was there stuff going on in life at the time yeah, as well? Yeah, he was well? busy with work, work yeah. And... He was very busy with work. And obviously, I was at home, working from home. We have a company together, you know. So as much as my mind was busy, it, you know, it was always still in the back of my mind, right. right, I need to follow up with this, I need to follow up with that. A lot of it does fall on the mum, you know, yeah. to follow up with appointments, doctor's appointments, blood tests, things like that. But going back to it, so the headaches and the, mm. the back pain and everything like that. So one day was really, really bad. This was like a day before. So we took, we, before we took him into hospital. So I hate hospitals, right? If I have to go and sit in a hospital for four hours, I won't go. I will not go. <laughs> I'll be like, Baz, you take them. If they hurt yeah. their leg at school, I'm not doing it. It drives me around the bends. Just, I can't do it. I haven't got the patience for it. Um, is it just patience? It is the patience. I just can't <laughs> sit there. Just, it's just really, you know, like, and you just think like, 
You're professional at it now. We, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't have to sit around for four hours anymore, though. We're seen straight away. But, um, so, he woke up on the Monday. I still remember it. I woke up on the Monday. I got a really bad headache, Mum. No, actually, we missed out a vital part. The week before, he started snoring. Oh, right? oh, right. oh okay. This kid, my child, he never, snores. never ever snores, right? He never, ever snores. And we're, we're sitting down, aren't we? And we're hearing this noise. I'm thinking, what's that noise? No, I kid you not. This you can hear story, a growling coming from somewhere. It was so bad, wasn't it? Like and I, no, it was worse than it was worse than Nan. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Come on, we'll edit that yeah. bit out. Yeah. But um, it was so bad, wasn't it? It was so, and I'd go in, and it was like his stomach was sucking in. It was like he couldn't get the air in. It was like he was so congested. It's his whole body just trying like, to take and it And he was like working so hard to just even breathe. But during the day, he was fine. Yeah. There was the odd occasion where he'd run up the stairs and he'd go, oh, I'm really out of breath. But then he'd be fine. Yeah. So that was another one of the, the, the signs was the snoring. Yeah. But again, that was because of the congestion on his chest. Mm -hmm. um, so going back to the Monday, he woke up, he had a headache. So I said, right, can I have today off? He was fine. I'll tell you a funny story, actually. My dog's got hold of a packet of chewing gum. Yeah. On this day, right? <laughs> I was thinking my dogs are going to die, right? This <laughs> <laughs> is how bad gum. I am, right? The chewing gum. So I'm, I'm Googling, can dogs eat chewing gum? No, if your dog eats chewing gum, your dog can die. Insta you need to death. take it to Insta the vet, death. literally, right? <laughs> I'm phoning the vets up. You need to bring your dog in, right? So I've, brought, I've got two little sausage dogs. They're tiny little dogs. It was only Rolo that got hold of it. Um, took him into the vets. So Archie, come with me. Took him into the vets. We need to keep him in. So now I think my dog's going to die. So they're, you know, putting all this stuff in my dog to make him throw up. Um, putting putting him on a drip and all this stuff. Thinking, oh, my poor dog, my poor dog's going to die. Preparation, that's what yeah, it was. It was the world's way of preparing you. This is it. Taking Archie. Took Archie for some lunch. Didn't think anything of it. Went back, picked the dog up. Dog's fine. We just got to give him some charcoal stuff to make sure we don't die, basically. And then they they shaved my poor little dog. <laughs> he had patches on him where he was shaved. He had a poor little bandage on. I was like, this poor dog. Archie was fine, <laughs> wasn't he? He was absolutely yeah. fine. Headache had gone. And on that day, actually, to tell you the truth, the school had phoned me and said to me, um, tomorrow there's football tryouts. Um, is he going to want to come? Does he want to come in? The teacher stuff? wants yeah. to know, can you bring the football boots and shin pads in? Archie, do you want to do it? Yeah, brilliant. He's going into school. He feels better. Didn't hear anything off of him. He went into school as normal. And mm. um, picked him up from school. Mum, my back hurts. Okay. I've got a headache. Okay. Put him in the car. I had to go around and pick Livia up. And he was saying to me on the way around, I fell over at school today. I fell down the stairs. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, as I picked you up, up the stairs. oh, he fell up the stairs. I think his shoelaces yeah. were undone. He either fell up or fell down, hit his shins. And picked liver up from school and as we were waiting in the car park I said oh show me your legs showed them to me and the, he had a massive egg on his shin was it and like proper battered bruised. It was and bruised, bruised. Yeah. you know it, it's not something you would expect from a child just falling up falling the up stairs. the stairs you, yeah you just wouldn't and yeah. I just said right you know I'll have a look at it at home we'll put some ice on it at home got him home took his shin pads and his socks off and I noticed like tiny little blood spots on his feet where on his feet? Where on his feet? So they were just literally on his foot, on his toes, and they were coming up his leg. Okay. But there wasn't a lot of them, and I just thought, okay, is it because he's fallen up the stairs? Is it... Are these like tiny little... Tiny, like pinprick. Yeah. Literally pinprick. Okay. 
Um, and when I touched them, they weren't blanching, they weren't going yeah. anywhere. And then I'm thinking, oh my God, he's got meningitis. So that was the other Dogs thing going through my mind. He's got a dog back. Yes. He's got meningitis. He's got meningitis. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh my God. So I'm taking a picture of it. I'm checking his body. He's got him under his armpits. He's got him on his back. There wasn't a lot of them, but again, but they were my gut kind feeling. Of in specific places, yeah. you know, it's a bit, okay. was not sitting right with me. So I sent a picture. I sent it to Baz. You're overreacting. There's nothing wrong with him. No, I'm not. There's something wrong with him because he's not blanching. He's got meningitis. And I'm literally saying to Baz, he's got meningitis. Oh my God, I need to get him. What do I do? Like, yeah. I'm now going into panic Your mode. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. going into panic. I phoned the GP up. They know the backstory of Archie. They know all the blood tests he's had. They know he's still got the, the lumps on his neck are still there. They haven't cleared up. They know he's been unwell. I need to bring him in. He's got this rash on him. I don't know what it is. It's not blanching. Sorry, there's nothing we can do. What, the GP? The GP. Sorry, we don't have any appointments for you no to come in. No phone call appointment, nothing. not a video appointment, nothing, nothing like that. You Didn't need to go to urgent care. That's that what she said to me. I said, he needs to be not seen even ring urgently. 101 or no, anything like nothing. that. We're ringing ambulance. I said, I'm going to be sat. I even said to her on the phone, I'm going to be sat there for five hours. And her response was, I suggest you get yourself some food and go and wait the five hours. That was really? her response. Wow. That was her response. Wow. And going back to me saying, I don't like going to wait in hospitals. Something was telling me, take him to hospital. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I said to him, get changed now, get changed You're going to bring 101 or nothing like no, that? No, I just went. I just literally just, just went. Yeah. And even, you know, my dad was there at the time. I didn't even, I don't even think I told him. I just walked, said to I should get in the car, we're going. And as turned up at the hospital, we obviously went into the urgent care bit. We couldn't get fast track because the GP hadn't phoned up. But that's, that's, that's the yeah. bit I'm surprised by. So we had to wait to see the streaming nurse. Why they didn't ring that through? No, it's nothing. Okay, nothing. Yeah. So we waited to see the streaming nurse. She obviously noticed that it didn't blanch. She sent us straight round. We, did get, Boom, we didn't yeah, have to exactly. wait. She yeah. obviously knew. Some, I well, told her that all the symptoms that he'd had and she sent us straight round. Um, it was a lot longer wait this time. So obviously they had to take bloods and... You know, it was busy. There wasn't a nurse strike or anything like that. Touch, like, thank God for that time. But everything would just seem to be like taking ages. The clocks going backwards. Yeah, it was. We felt like we were sitting, <laughs> yeah, and obviously, has <laughs> turned up by this this point. He was still in his work clothes. So they said to us, you know, we're still waiting for bloods. Come back in an hour. So we decided to go home. So Baz could have a shower. We took Archie home, then went back. Um, Baz was all clean and whatever. Why did I say that? I was that? Ga- you Baz know was what? Clean? You know what the funny thing is, right? That? The fact that you said that he <laughs> turned up in his work gear yeah. as well. I was going to jump in and say, like, Why everyone, did I he's say a roofer, that? so he's a filthy, yeah. do- he's yeah. a filthy guy. Yes. And then, so he's clean. He's 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 honourable for the hospital we don't now. Need to know that, do now we? we know he's clean. Yes. He's shaved. <laughs> uh, he's ready for the hospital visit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we went back, and it was a student doctor that called us in. And she actually examined him. Okay. Laid him down on the bed. You know, was really listening to us. Really was listening to us. That's good. Um, but she weren't telling me anything. See, I'm gonna say from my experience, when they don't say anything, that's when that's you when worry. You know it's bad. Yeah, exactly. Because she was they need to reconfirm what their suspicions yes. are. Okay, yeah. So it, she was in and out, in and out, in and out. I need to get another doctor to come and feel his tummy. In and out, in and out. And I'm thinking... And I'm looking at Baz and he's going, don't worry, it's nothing. He's probably just got an autoimmune disease, you know, because of the articaria. No. And I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm thinking, 
excuse my language. Like, just I was getting frustrated with him because he'd already You're told panicking, me not to over again, and I was angry no with him. And I don't know why I was angry with him. Well, I can, no, I can kind of get it. I can kind of get it to an extent. If it was me, for example, stuff like that, like you say. You know something's happening. You've yeah. been knowing for months. You're at boiling point. Yeah, was, you're about to pop yeah. because you know you're going to get that answer soon. And then it's not it's not uh, shutting it down as such or being condescending. It's nothing like that. No, but it's just, the fact that it's just, you know, it's like you need... He was need, trying to calm my nerves but, but doing it in the wrong, in wrong way. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just exacerbating in the situation. You're getting a bit... You'll get more anxious because you're like... Oh, no, you know, that's it. Just stop. But, in a sense. So yeah. this, this other doctor came in, felt his tummy, everything like that. Yeah. Then, they, then they left the room again. They were still waiting for the bloods to come back. Going back to... So the, do, the doctors <laughs> left the room. The student doctor came back and she said to me, um, you know, we're still waiting for the bloods can you go and sit in the waiting area? Yeah. I went, no. I'm staying. Honestly, I'm the staying waiting here. area was <laughs> absolutely, it was heaving. And oh, I, really? I went, no, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not. I said, I'm not leaving this room until I know, I know what is going on. I'm not going to sit in that yeah. room. I, I need to know what's going on. So she said, okay, you can sit here or whatever. Mm. And then I think about 10 minutes later, she came back and she said, um, we need to get another doctor to come down because we're just waiting for some things to be confirmed. And I said, no. I said, you need to tell me what's going on. Yeah. I said, I don't want to wait for another doctor. You haven't if heard If you know anything. something is, you know, if you're... And she went, can you just come to the side a minute? So obviously I did. And um, I could see the look on her mm. face. I can feel my emotion oh. now. And what? Sorry, I could see the look on her face and I said, is it Hodgkin's lymphoma? She went, no. I said, well, what is it then? She went... We think he's suspected leukemia. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then it just... It was literally feel? like... Your world just crashes. Oh, best. I was like, you've got it wrong. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I have got tissues blue prepared. Tissue. Yeah, blue, blue tissue. tissue. Blue tissue. Industrial grey tissue. But it was literally <laughs> like, you know... Mm. It doesn't sink in. I'm like, what do you mean leukemia? And at that time, I I didn't know anything about leukemia. So straight away I'm thinking, oh my God, my child is going to die. Yeah. That is the first... I'm thinking, oh my God, he's going to die. He's going to die. Like, and at that point, did you know anything nothing, about Nothing, nothing. Just suspected. And that's all, she, that's all she said to me, that it's suspected leukemia. But you had like no past knowledge about it nothing. anyway or anything about that type of cancer nothing and at stuff all. like that. And even then, you know, I couldn't tell Baz. Because he was with Archie. Oh, So I yeah. couldn't even go to Baz. They think it's this. So Baz and Archie went back in the room and I, I just said I need to go and ring my mum. And I called my mum and I just... It just came out, you know. And it was like... It's like a howling. Like, you just... You're crying for your child's life. It's, and that, it's, like, it's that raw cry. Yeah. Like you say, the howling when you said... Yeah. And my mum's going, howling, and my mom's going no, they, you know, they must have it wrong. You know, even if it's suspected, you know, it could be wrong. They could just be picking something. And I'm uh, and I'm going to my mum, they haven't got it wrong. I knew something was wrong. I knew all along something was wrong. And then, you know, we're still waiting for this other doctor to come down and I'm... I've gone back in the room and Baz is looking at me and he can see me all upset. And he's like, well, what's going on? And I, I I couldn't tell him. I could not tell him. And I don't know why, but it was like, I did why. not. 
I didn't want to frighten Archie. Yeah. Because I didn't know enough about it myself. I didn't know. And Archie's still, so Archie's still in the room. Archie's with Baz still in the room, okay, yeah. yeah. And I just couldn't. And I'm looking at Baz and I'm going, it's not good. It's not good. That's all I kept saying to him. It's not good. It's not good. And I just went into this mode of. I just. It's like I shut off. Completely shut off. It's like, it's it's the it's like a numbness. I was, yeah. 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 Was it? Did you? Did you choose to shut off, or was it more the, the, the fact that it, it was just so overwhelming? It was overwhelming, and it was like, you what know? do I do? What do I do? You know, because nobody was telling me anything either. Well, this is it. And it I was mean, like we you... were just sat in a room. You just told me it's suspected leukemia, but no one's telling me anything. That's what I was going to ask you. So for people like listening to this, and unfortunately, if they get this this same news for themselves, their kids, or whatever, I mean, what are they to expect? Like you say, at that moment in time, you know, the floors just disappeared. Literally, and just, yeah. The world you just been swallowed like, up. But like, where do still... you go if that makes sense? You know, what happens in that moment? There's like, still that thing in the back of your mind where you're saying they've got it wrong yeah because, I mean, because be yeah that, because they've only said it's suspected yeah you're yeah. like okay well all right you're still holding on to that hope yeah there's still that hope there okay it could be something else that's actually happened yeah it's because not i didn't know what tests needed to be mm. done and things like that and, and i mean eventually the doctor did come in and another doctor come in and, and sat down and sort of looked at me and said you know i understand that you know We've spoken to you. Do you understand what we're saying to you? And it's like they don't want to. They don't want to say the words. Like, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, yeah, I understand. Do you think it's you think it's leukemia? And I did say it, but obviously Archie doesn't un- didn't at the time understand what leukemia was because I didn't use cancer. Mm. I said, and, and I think at that point Baz looked at me and thought, oh fuck, yeah. kind of thing. Because I thought, you know, you've come in here and you don't. It's like they don't want to be honest with you. I think it's hard for them as well. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I think it's hard for them. But as a parent, you just need them to be honest with you. Because you're already living in limbo. It's it's one of those things, like you say, I, you can't imagine, you know, when police officers have to say that someone's yeah. you know, passed away and they have to go tell the family or, you know, medical professionals have to do that. Or but for me, for me, it's yeah. don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Because... I need to know... Honestly, what, what is going what, what's on? What's going on? What we need to do? Why we started here? Let's go. Yeah, basically, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't tell me much more then because they obviously didn't really know much themselves, to be honest with you. Other than the blood test had come back and his white blood cells were extremely high. They wouldn't and, tell me how high. And that never came up before in the previous. Never, um, never, ever. ever. Blood tests as and well, they okay. said that his liver and his spleen were inflamed where they'd felt his tummy. Okay. Um, so that's where he's getting the pain in the back, is it? Is pain, that where no, the pain, so the in, the pain in the back would have been probably at the top of where the hip bone is, and yeah. I think that's probably where the white blood cells and the leukemia blast was just was it's just out, yeah, accumulating and, and stuff pain, at that yeah. point. Yeah, I think that the inflamed liver and spleen were probably making his stomach small which is why I wasn't eating, eating yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. my frustration where I think if that doc, if that consultant had done a full body examination would have felt before Christmas he would have picked that up and then he would have requested further investigation yeah, further tests and stuff like that um, so that's all we knew at that point and that, that they were keeping him in overnight um, I mean by this point it was near enough getting to midnight 
Bas said he was staying with him, only one of us could stay. Obviously, between the, the sort of couple of hours that the doctors had been in and out and whatever, um, they were waiting for him to be transferred up. I'd called Baz's mum, Baz's mum had come over, my mum had come over. Um, but we were still holding on to that hope, you know, yeah. nothing had been confirmed. It was just preliminary kind of yes. test, they believe it could be this, suspect yeah. it's that, and you're just hoping to hear back and go, you know, we've done the test, actually. We got it got wrong. crazy infection yeah. or something yeah. like that, some next level thing or something. And yeah. we were told that the, the bloods were being sent off to the Marsden, or wherever they were, well, we were told the Marsden, I don't know where they get sent, and it would would be tested to confirm if there were leukaemia blasts. Um, do you mind me asking? Do you want to say what hospital you were at when you were having these tests? Where yeah, you we were, were at, at this the, point? We were at uh, the Princess Royal. They call it the Prue in yeah. Farnborough. Yeah. Locksbottom. Yeah. Kent kind of okay. thing. Bromley, wherever you want to call it. Um, so, Baz stayed with him. I went home. Again, we were holding on to hope. I said to Baz, I'll be back first thing in the morning, which we were. My mum didn't yeah. go into work. Um, and I think I'd called my nan and spoke to my nan. And she was trying to reassure me. She said, you know what, you know, um, Robert had this, you know, Robert, our cousin. He had this when he was little and he kept bruising and his white blood cells were a bit high. And he went in and they just said that his platelets were low and, yeah. you know, he was fine. You know, maybe it's just something like that. Maybe we're just, you know, it, it's all going to be all right. So we ended up going into the hospital. The doctor, one a, a completely different doctor on the child's wall come and spoke to me and Baz, took us into a room and said that they were waiting for the results. And I said to the doctor, you know, are you sure we're looking at leukemia? Like, you know, be honest with me. I need you to be honest. We're in limbo here. Like, are you sure this is what we're looking at? Yeah, it's 24 hours of just uncertainty yeah. so far. And he said that his words were, I, if it's not, I'm going to be sitting here scratching my head. So at that point, it just kind of confirmed everything Clicked for me. It. If Even that, if it, the uh, results hadn't come back, I just... And you know as well as anyone with doctors and stuff, they never say anything no. like that unless they're, you know... Certain, yeah. yeah. yeah they, I was at the hospital as well. Yeah, like, the kids were over, like Harry and Olivia were there and... And what were you guys thinking? I didn't want to believe it, to be honest. I was like, no, he hasn't got it. But were you, like, upset? Were you just worried? Were you confused? Were you like, what the hell's going... Like, what the hell's going on, basically? Like, yeah. what the hell... Because yesterday's this and then this is this. Him, like, the, in the bed, I was like... He's definitely got something wrong with him. But you I could just, see he looked ill. Yeah, if that makes, I just yeah. didn't want to think it was leukemia. I don't want to think, oh, my little brother's got cancer, sort of thing. Mm. You know, that's I could about. Well, that's that's exactly it. Because you don't want to. You don't want to think that. You don't. Want, the thing is, you don't. You don't no child. It. You don't associate cancer with children. Mm. Well, you don't. Yeah. For me personally, when you hear cancer, you think adults. Yeah. Well, this is exactly because it's not thrown in your face. And, you, and, and children with cancer, you don't see it. Yeah, because it's one of those things, you know, when they talk about, especially like cancer things as well, and adverts out there, you know, you've got breast cancer, you've got prostate cancer, exactly. men, women, kind of. You know, it's very You don't specific. get adverts that say leukemia. Yeah, you, you don't. Adverts, yeah, and there's, there's nothing like that. And even things like children in need, you know, Pudsey the Bear and stuff when they go to the hospital wards. But it's always Even, the worst case scenario. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, yeah, it is. It and is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and you never get that kind of middle ground. No. I've never seen that myself personally no. and things like that for it, you know, especially something like leukaemia. And people don't want to talk about it. I find that a lot. People, it is such a t- taboo subject, children with cancer, that they don't, 
they they don't because it's either they don't they don't know what to say. Is it because of the the potential outcome? I think so. And a, a lot of people have said to me, "Is he going to be okay?" And it's like, how do I answer that? Because I don't know. In a weird way, do you not even want to be asked that? Um. Not really, because I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't, know. That, I, I don't I, know. Yeah, that's the feeling the I got. The thing is, you, you don't know what's going to happen. He could get to the end of treatment and do fine. He get he could get to the end of treatment and, and you know, something could happen. Like, you don't want to mm. think it. But there's children that I've seen that have relapsed. And it's like, you know, they've done so well. They've got through all their treatment. They've done amazingly. And for it to just come back again. And you think... It's such a bastard disease. It's, like, a horrible, it is, it's a horrible and disease. And to see what these children go through, and you just think, like, it's shit. It's shit for them. It's shit for their family. So kids are innocent, and, you know, like you said, you know, you've got this connection with Archie. He's your last baby, yeah, essentially. The baby. Yeah, yeah he's the baby. Yeah, there there you go. Liz, you're not the baby no more, sorry. You know, but, you know. And... I can, yeah, I can imagine how, like you say, it's you just feel lost, you feel angry, you feel scared, yeah. you feel anxious. You know, you want it to kind of all go away, you know. So you push all your feelings to one side just to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think the kids feel that as well. Like, having Olivia, I think, it, right at the beginning... I never processed it. No, and I think because my time was on him... You know, I mean, I'm not being funny. We got his diagnosis on Harry's birthday. Yeah. Oh. Harry's 17th birthday. That's when you got the diagnosis. We had a meal booked, everything. He was so... And it was like, he's got leukaemia. And you're like, it's my son's birthday. You know... What did you guys do? Sorry, I'm going to say it in that we... weird way. Like, like, did you go to the real... So we was at St George's at the time because he'd been transferred to St George's. Oh, really? Yeah, you were yeah. in St George's Hospital, yeah. So we're, I'll, I'll go back to yeah. the diagnosis thing and I'll get to that bit. So, you know, the doctor had come around and said, you know, we should have results by three o'clock. So we went back and I spoke to my mum and I think... Was Helen there? I think Baz's yeah, mum was there at the time was, as well. Yeah. I think even think my dad had turned up. Yeah, we were um, there. And I just said... Why do you seem so shocked when you said that? Because <laughs> you know my dad's like, you know, my dad's so quiet, isn't he? He don't, he don't really say much, does he, old granddad? I think we should bring him on, on the, as a guest as oh, well. You won't to get much out of him, he'll just cry. I know, he'll be fine. a full hour just of him crying, I can't speak, the lip tremoring and everything. Um, but no, so I went back and I just said, look, this is what the doctor said to us, but we're still holding on to hope and everything like that. It got to three o'clock and we're still sitting there thinking he ain't come in. But obviously, like, I mean, I took a picture of Archie when he was sitting in the bed and he had, like, cannulas in here, cannulas in here. But you could see his nose, his little nose was so sore from where it, it had all that... Yeah. Gun, and just... it just really just... He looked unwell. He Beating. Looking back at pictures now, he'd lost so much weight. And you just... Because he'd always been slim, you really I didn't realise how much weight he had lost. This he is like a stick. He this is was where, and you could pick him up and you'd weigh nothing. See, this, see, that's the sad thing you you guys saying that because you, it's a common thing that you know if you're with someone or looking at something every single day, you don't notice. You it. Don't notice. No, but someone did you guys notice it? Did no. You, did what? you ever look at Archie like when you see us? You know when it was Les's birthday. Yeah, did, he was thinner. Yeah. yeah. Did you know? Yeah, 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 he was, yeah, 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 yeah. He was definitely yeah. thinner. Because I remember talking to Cat and saying like, "We're going for all these tests." And yeah, he was. De- he was definitely thinner. 
Um, but again, it's 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 difficult. You don't want to comment on someone's child's weight, do you? It's yeah, but it's it's kind of like you know because kids are at that age they're running around most of them are skinny and yeah, and he's. You puppy know, fat, but, didn't they? Puppy and, fat, up, down, up, and down. And Josh, yeah, he, you know, he's stick-fingered as well. So, you know, but you would think that other thing people might have noticed that outside of the family, potentially, yeah. you know, like you said, school and stuff Nothing. as well. Mm. I mean, so, for example, like Archie, did he pack lunch, school dinners? So, he had school dinners, and obviously he was coming home saying he didn't want to eat them. And then it got to a point where I was making him pack lunch... To so, make sure he was eating it. But that's what I mean. So something like that, that's like a sign. So he's not eating his school pillars at school. See, this is the thing. Was he hiding stuff? Yes. Ah, there, there you yes. say that there. <laughs> so this is yeah. the thing. He would take a couple of mouthfuls and he'd run off to the bin and throw it away ah, without the wow. teachers. Because there's obviously wow. dinner ladies there that check that they're eating. So, but, so he would yeah. run off. I've eaten, I've finished. Okay. Okay. Or he would wait in to get into the car and then he'd finish it. Did you ever talk to him about that? Of why he did that? Yeah, just said he wasn't hungry. Yeah. I'm just not hungry. I just, oh, I wanted to go out and play football. Everybody yeah. else had finished their lunch. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, at that age, and you know, so it's probably even not that deep, you know. To you think just, of that, yeah. I mean, there were times I said to him, look, if you're not eating your lunch, I'm going to come in and sit with you. Or I'm going to speak to the teachers to find out why you're not eating your lunch. Mm. Of course, I did all them things, you know, yeah. but it just weren't. Because you don't want it to be something else or something like no. that. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was that. I mean, he, yeah, the, in the picture, he did look really skinny, and I was like, you know, how did I not see it? How did I not see how slim he was? But so, so what were the tests then? So, so what happened? So, you've obviously done. You've gone from that so hospital. So, all they've done is taken bloods. Yeah. And the bloods have been sent off to them. I believe it was the Marsden, and yeah. we were waiting on those results. So, three o'clock goes by. Doctor, don't come in. So I thought, I'm not sitting around no more. I'm going to look for him. Have you got the results back? Give me five minutes, he comes back, gets me a bird, sits us down. Go in a room. And I just knew. I knew yeah. from the look on his face. And he didn't even have to say it. I said, it's leukemia, in it? And he went, yeah. Because this is the important bit yeah. for families. They're going to hear and they're going to be like, how they're going to be spoken to. I didn't such. give him a chance. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, you preempted it. It's, you could just sense from the way they were talking to you guys as well yeah. before they even announced it or anything like because that. Because you can see the look on their yeah. face because it's like, you know, how do you tell parents their child has got cancer? How do you do that? Yeah. It's hard enough being told, but how do you tell somebody that their child has got cancer? Yeah. So I just took it into my own hands and said, yeah, he's got leukemia, hasn't he? And he just, he just went, yeah. And me and Baz just looked at each other. I didn't even cry. I, because it, I, I think because it was already in the back of my mind. It's almost like they do it in a way that it slowly prepares you for that news. Yeah. Like, so they slowly reel you in to say like, okay, it could be this. It's suspected. It could be. And then so when you've you already got that in shell, your thought mind, yeah. in the back of your mind, that it could be that. And you'd already kind of, not processed it as such, but you'd had your own gut feelings yes. leading up to that, thinking, could be this. You know, and you could have been... In my the, breakdown like, moment was when the student doctor said to me, suspected leukemia. That was my breakdown moment. Because yeah. that was your first point of thinking, oh, it could actually yeah. be Yeah, and that. then it was like, okay. Yeah. But then from the moment he said, yeah, it is, it was a case of, 
he sort of said to me, Baz, I'll give you five minutes to compose yourself or whatever. I don't even think we spoke to each other. I think we just, just sat, sat there. Yeah. Know, yeah. And it was like, you kind of wanted the doctor to come back in because what, what do you say to that? What, what, what do, do you, you say, say to, to each other? Husband? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do you say? I felt anger because... At what? Because I knew I was right. And I'm not saying that in a cocky way. No, 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 no. And I, 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 or arrogant or anything like that. It's like that, just that realisation of, and it was like, I just wanted to say to Baz, why didn't you listen to me? Was it, it was it, not relief as such, but you know, you know what I mean by that in because that sense, an because answer. it's kind of gone, that weight's off your, it's yeah. gone from your shoulders. You've got like, an answer. Oh, finally, this is what it is. Okay, we can yeah. now go boom, 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 you know, and move on to but this. But again, you know, I didn't know mm. what would happen going what would, what would be happening going forward. I didn't know anything. And so, then the doctor came back in and he said, we're going to move you up to a, like a private room. Um, is this at St. George's? No, this was still at the Prune. Oh, this is this still, at the, still at the Prune. Okay. So okay, this yeah. was, you know, the following day, three o'clock. Um, he said, we're going to move you up and we're going to get a private, private ambulance. We just need to sort out which hospital he's going to. And I was like, what do you mean? Hospital. He said, we need, because, so they knew that it was, so they knew that it was... No, did they know at that point or not? I don't know. Mm. I just knew that they needed treatment to start immediately. That's all I knew. So I didn't know what Due type. to the kind of the haste of it. Like, yes. yeah, you're not going. I didn't going. know which type yeah. of leukaemia it was. I just knew that he'd spoken... The doctor had spoken to the Marsden and they said that they wanted him started on a flush straight away because they needed to flush everything out. Whatever toxins or whatever it is. Everything, in that sense. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so he was put into a room, they started the flush, and then the doctor came in and said, right, he's being transferred to St George's, we've got the ambulance sorted, he's going to be transferred by blue light. And I'm thinking, blue light? Mm. And that's when it really started to kick Here, in, uh, like, this is serious, this, yeah. like, this ain't just a case of, you know, alright, he's having six months of treatment and he's going to be better. It's it like was the like, movies kind of thing It now. was, literally, yeah. it felt so surreal. Um, and within, I mean, that was what, four or five o'clock, within the hour, he was put into a hospital bed strapped up put into we was being wheeled down my brother come over to the hospital he's like wait for me I need to see him I need to see him and he was walking out with us we was all walking out together he was put into the back of the ambulance what's Archie saying in all of this do you know what he didn't know he didn't know anything he, he yeah, knew what nothing what was he thinking like you know I'm in an we ambulance just said, I'm flying we <laughs> like, just said you know, to him like... that he was just unwell he was poorly and we needed to go to a hospital because he needed some medication to get better was That's he scared we, that it was no, a crime? Was he was, happy? Was he? Or, he, no. he was quite excited that he yeah. was going in this ambulance. And I mean, so, I've got a picture of him on again on his Instagram page of him sitting outside the ambulance with a pair of shades. Oh, on. is that the shades picture? Yeah. Is that the shades yeah. picture? Oh wow! I'll put I'll add that so people can see. Yeah, yeah that so picture as well. That is yeah. him waiting. Um, so me and Baz got in. I think you followed over with Nan and Grandad in the car, didn't you? But it just. No, you've, you've followed us over. Oh. And that, I mean, I've never been in an ambulance that's been blue-lighted in my life. And what are you going to say? It was fun. I can't even say it was fun. <laughs> Do you know what I, I mean? Just, like, I felt so I mean, bad it saying that, it, but it's like... Cutting through the traffic out. I know, it was like, bloody hell. But, it's you know, but it was just so, like, is it real? Like, is this real? Like, you just think, like, what is yeah. going on? What, you know, yesterday, he was at school. And... Today we're in an ambulance we're being flying, blue light yeah. in St George's. Yeah, and even on the way London. over, I mean, we had the, the doctor, or we had a doctor, I think we had a couple of doctors sit in because he was on a flush. They were 
absolutely amazing. Like, mm. They were brilliant. And obviously with the flush going through, it can send them into a bit of a... Um, is it kind of like shock kind of thing? A little bit, yeah. So it's, it's making it go a bit like... Because it's cold fluid that yeah, gets pumped through, and it freezes. It not freezes, but it makes. But you could see him cold. going a bit like he was Ooh, going a bit yeah. like that, and I'm going, oh, Archie, Archie, trying to get his thingy, and they actually pulled over to check that he was all right, oh, and I think they yeah. even turned it up or turned it down a bit. Uh, dear, your heart would stop, you know. I could, I could feel it in myself. But he's on the way like, over, like you know, we had people texting us. I think even Mum put a message on the family chat saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I, I mean, what did you think when you read that? Just from your perspective, I mean, I know Kat said she had a cry, but I mean, what did you think? Could you believe it? I believed it, but again, you know, outside of this, you know, me and you and our conversations and stuff like that, you know, we've got sort of similar, weird, uh, I call it weird. Yeah, like, you know, to certain things. And, the earthy slap. No, <laughs> no, no, down no. That road. no, 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 <laughs> nothing like that, but you know, it's. Not that things happen for a reason, but like, you know, the things that you were talking about previously, yeah. I remember when we were at that, what was it, Christmas? Uh, was it Christmas or a party just before that and stuff? And you were talking about the bruises on his feet that you just discovered. Yeah. And things, and I could sense it in you, you know, that something was up. Yeah. That's not the norm. And, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that can, uh, you know, I just got a lot of just general knowledge and weird and I can kind of work things out like common, you know, um, common sense kind of thing. And, you know, when you're mentioning things like lymph nodes mm. and stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, that's infection, that's, you know, that's to do with this, viruses. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that I was thinking of anything like leukemia or anything like that, but it's like... This I knew from what you were saying to me, it was much more than the just something general, yeah. like a general thing. Yeah. This ain't strep, this ain't COVID, this ain't this, this ain't that. This is something that something desperately needs, to be, yeah, needs yeah. to be looked into. It's just something very serious to have that type of bruising, like you said, in those areas underneath his feet and stuff like that. Yeah. And, the, and, you know, in those areas where... You you don't you haven't bashed into anything no, to accidentally yeah. get a bruise, but you're just getting bruising. It's like your body's breaking down or something. Well, it was, yeah. And this it is was, it, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, when for, I was up, I was really upset for you guys and stuff. You know, uh, the biggest cry. I cried the weird things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I cry at the things I should cry. I cry at the things I shouldn't cry. And you know, and I just thought about Josh. Yeah. And Sophie. You think about her. your own kids, didn't you? You know, and I'm just like... And you I just did thought, the same thing even when you see other kids going through it. And you think, yeah, oh my you know, God, what would I do if that was my child? And that's How exactly... How would you act? And, like, and I can't... The, the older I get, older the kids get, the harder it is for me to watch stuff to do with children. Yeah. Anything negative happens to children, whether it's, you know, like I say, medical kidnapping, all that war, you know, natural disasters, anything like that breaks my heart. Yeah. It just breaks my heart. And I can't even watch it. I no. can't, I'm like... I'll turn it off, I can't. Yeah, because it just hits home too much because you just think, so innocent, like, there's no, there's no reason. Mm. You know, and like we were saying earlier, there's everything happens for a reason, yeah. in the sense and stuff, and it's like, but there's no reason for this. You know, like you said, unless it bolsters you guys as a family, but you guys are a really tight-knit family group, love each other, support each other, help each other, you know. So it's, you think, did you ever think, why me? No. You never thought that? No. 
I don't this, know why. Why has this happened to us? Not like, why yeah. me. I thought, why him? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but and like, why is like, yeah. Because I thought, like, no child deserves it, but I just look at him and I think he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. He, do, he, he, he doesn't. He's such a good kid. Like, mm. he really is. He hasn't got a bad bone in his body. All right, he could be a little sod. He can be a little sod. Who, who yeah, is it kids. with their brother and all sister? All kids, yeah. That's all But kids. he has got the biggest heart. Like, he would do anything. For, even, he'd, he'd give his sister his last sweet. Like, he he would. He would be like a father to a poor person. Like, he's got this money jar at home, right? So he saves up money. And... If Liv wants to get her nails done, he'll come out and go, oh, there's 20 quid. Oh, bless him. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's lovely. He, he is... I don't take it. Yeah, you do. No, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't. <laughs> but he has got the biggest heart, and he's so talented. Like, yeah. he really he, He's an amazing singer, he's an amazing dancer, he's a quick learner. He, he is a smart kid, and I just think... He was, you know, like... He was, you know, even at the performing arts place he was at, you know... They wanted to sign him up to an agency. He he he, he was achieving things. Yeah, he had yeah. the energy. He had the confidence. You and know. I thought, you know, he was he was so progressing in football. Like mm-hmm. he was doing amazing yeah. in football. Like, like always, opportunities were taken away. Yeah. yeah, and it's like everything just stopped. Time literally, literally, stopped. just everything was up. No more. That's and, it. So where were we? Sorry. In we, the ambulance. We're in the ambulance. Obviously, he's got his shades on. He's ready. Yeah. He's ready to rumble. He's loving it. You know, he, he doesn't know what's going on. No, he hasn't got a clue. So we get, we get St. George's and they tell us that he is going in, they call it PICU. Okay. I think I pronounced that right. So it's Pediatrics Intensive Care Unit. Okay. When yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. that, I was like, why does he need to go in intensive care? Is it, is it really yeah. that bad? I see you, you know, this is exactly it. You um, know what I mean? And obviously, you don't. When you're walking through the the corridors of this hospital, I've never ever been to this hospital before. This is all new to me. I used to work there. Oh, did you? Used, that's yeah. why. You know I, how big I, it I, is. And it's huge, yeah. and it's an amazing, amazing hospital. It's a lot amazing. of specialists yeah. there. It's a fantastic hospital. Shout out to St George's, yes, just to say. Amazing, and the Pickney Ward. They are yeah. amazing. So we're going through these corridors, and I'm, I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just following this Archie in the hospital bed, taking us up. He's not strapped up to anything at the moment or anything. He's just in a bed. No, just a flush. Just yeah. a flush that they're carrying along and that's it. So we get into the intensive care um, unit and he's put into the first bed bay. And it's li- I've never seen anything like it in my life. I mean, you see it on like television programmes, like, but yeah. you never think you're going to be there. Yeah. And there's all these other children in there and I'm, and I'm thinking, oh my God, like this is, this is serious. Like, what is going on here? All these doctors are running around, he's being attached to this, attached to that, and I'm thinking like, but no one's telling me anything. Again, no one's telling me nothing. And it's are these and... kids at the, sorry, are these kids at the start of their treatment, or they midway, or their egg, I, or they just... Some of them are in there for all different reasons. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, So cool, cool. I don't yeah. think any of them are in there for the same reasons yeah. as Archie, it could be that some of them could have been yeah. in a car accident, yeah. I don't know. Um, me and Baz are just sat there, literally like a couch like this, next to the bed, Doctors in and out, doctors in and out, and I'm thinking, oh my god, what's going on? You know, they're just rushing around, they're taking blood, they're attaching into all these machines, it's oxygen levels, and I'm, I don't know what or any of this means. Like mm. the levels here, the and I'm thinking, well, I don't know what it is. Yeah, of course. So about an hour later, um, another doctor pulled me and Baz into a room and sat us down and said, like, obviously you know that it's leukemia, but now we need to know what type of leukemia it is. 
so I never knew that. I just thought I leukemia was leukemia. It's just, you know, it's in your blood. Yeah. And, and that's it, you know? So I think... At not, that to put, point, not to put you on the spot or anything like that. So it's like, you know, is there like a few forms? Do you know how many, like... Yeah, I don't know how many. If I, I mean, I haven't done my research that much. But yeah, you've got acute lymphoblastic leukaemia, which is what he's got, which yeah. is what Archie's got. You've got acute myeloid leukaemia. Okay. Um, I think, so what's that? ALL, AML. There's all different types. You've got even got CLL. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so there, so there, there is there like, is there's a, a few... Yeah. So, yeah, okay, okay. I'd have to put it up. To no, no, I'll put that out. So, yeah, yeah, again, to get to that point, even with the type of leukemia he's got, there's a, there's a B cell and a T cell. Okay. So they then have to determine which cell it is that is being naughty. It's the one that's mutating as such to be the cancer. Okay. So yeah. a lot of a lot of kids, when they've got ALL, they have the B cell. Archie's got the T cell. Okay. So the T cell is a little trickier to train to behave. Yeah. It is a little trickier, but it's doable. Yeah. Is it a bit um, more of an intense kind of? Not really, no, because so it all depended on how he um, responded to treatment. Yeah. But we'll get to that yeah. later on down the line. That's we'll it. Get to That's that it. Bit. Um, so the doctor took us in obviously you know it's leukaemia we need to know which type of leukaemia we'll know within the next 24 hours a consultant will be around from the master to speak to you okay have you told Archie no what have you told Archie I've told him that his blood is poorly it's all I've told him that his blood is poorly because um, I remember you telling us yes. that. I remember you telling us that to say, look, we haven't told him. No. You just said his blood's poorly. I remember you saying that, that, yeah. At that point, she kind of said to us that it would be best to tell Archie because the word is going to be thrown about quite a lot. And he was eight at the time? He was eight. eight so eight he would time. understand. It's not like you've got like a... Yeah, a four-year-old. This is it. He yeah, doesn't sort of, understand. Yeah. Like he, I mean, I'm sure by the age of, what, six, every child knows the word cancer. Mm-hmm knows that it's a bad thing. Um, in we, some and they got upset. They they did. Josh and Sophie cried. I remember them crying. And I think you don't realise how much yeah. it can affect yeah, because, children. You know, because they can comprehend death to a certain extent or, you know, but that loss, I think, is more than the actual death part. It's yeah. the fact of loss and I think that's what hit Josh more than anything because, you know, how much he loves Archie and stuff like that. And... Yeah, and, it, and yeah. going back to that, with obviously telling your children when when we were back at the Prue before we were blue lighted over, we had to tell. Oh, we've lived, yeah, Harry Harry, Olivia. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I That's found it. that obviously with you, you got really upset, didn't you? But with Harry, it was like anger. I don't think it was anger. Didn't he walk out? No, it was like he was processing it. But the emotions, he wasn't showing the emotions. He just didn't want to, yeah. It was yeah. Just, I don't, think I don't want to be in that sh- environment yeah. kind of thing. Like, I need to get out. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think he wanted to show Archie that he was upset. Yeah. He wanted to be that big I'm going to be strong brother. big brother for you. And I find my emotions getting to me even now. But with Harry, I've got tissue You've got to tissue. Yeah. Not, if you see my head ducking, everyone, you know, <laughs> that's, Harry, t- that's tissue duty. He doesn't show his emotions does he he doesn't he's very much like I don't I don't think he wanted to accept how serious it was 
Yeah. It was very hard for for him, and even now, if I talk to Harry about it now. Well, you guys are you're still young. Really? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> you guys are still young. You know, you're teenagers. Didn't, stuff yeah. And, but it's, yeah. Liv is very much more emotionally involved. Yeah. You know, there's been times when you've had to give him chemotherapy at home, haven't you? <laughs> we'll get into that later on down the line. Yeah, because well. yeah. this yeah. is all the stuff that people. This, that's what I mean. Yeah. People just. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah. That hadn't even crossed I my think mind. With me, I have. I don't think I have still processed it fully. Yeah. So I think all your emotions, like ever since I found out, I've just like been. It's like you go numb. You don't know how to what to feel. It's like you know anything. he's ill. You know yeah. he's yeah. ill, but not that you try and ignore it. In, yeah, in it's like with certain things people expect me to be annoyed about something, but I'm just like I don't care mm. with certain things, and it's just like, I think because of finding out about that, I just don't care about anything else. Did it give you? Is it? But you didn't care about stuff, or did it give you a different perspective mm. on on stuff that used to affect I you? Think it was and you're like, I found I took things very seriously. Yeah. And I think ever since finding that out, I just like that thing's not that serious yeah, it's actually. Not that, it's not that yeah. deep to be worrying. Like that's very, that's very, that's very mature and mm. stuff like that. To yeah, to to to, to think in that. And I yeah. think it's, it matures your other children a lot as well. Do you know what? It's 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 like it's like a truth bomb. Yeah. That it can happen. To you, to anybody. You see it all always out there, You're but when it hits home, yeah. Another thing is, I know. found myself finding things to distract myself yeah. with like going out all the time or just being in my room on my phone just did it affect your school or anything yeah, like that yeah yeah, yeah and mm. only until recently i found out that she was put on report quite quite a lot because she was turning up late to lessons we'll, we'll, we'll edit that out we'll edit that out don't worry we'll edit that out i might keep but is it, it you know it's expected <laughs> isn't it like you know how do you expect these i mean the school knew what was going on the school it was. They was like at first. They was like, "Oh, how are you?" Like things like talk to us. But then mm. now it's like they don't ask me. Okay. Like I think my friends were a lot more supportive. But I think as my... it goes on, it gets forgotten, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you think they're in treatment, they're okay. Because like my friends forgotten. now, all they get, they always ask, "How's Archie?" Like, well, it, because they care for you. Is, That's yeah. exactly it. You yeah. know, they care for you. Whereas school. There is an element of care, but then it kind of, yeah, you know. We won't mention names, but she actually had you know. a friend. Um, we won't mention names. <laughs> she had a friend um, that was, we thought at the time, a really good friend. Um, and when she found out, obviously she told her this friend about Archie. She looked, at first she was like, oh, I'm like, I'm so sorry like to find this out and all of this. So I was like, okay, maybe she's going like, to support me through this. Um, no, there were a couple of comments that were made about you know his diagnosis not being serious and he's going to survive. And she was like, her, um, her, the, the friend's mum had a form of cancer. Um, the friend's mum is now okay. Yeah. She's absolutely fine. Um, but a comment was made to Olivia about well, your brother's going to survive. My mum isn't. Um, but it was done in a way that was. It was kind of this. This friend likes the attention on her and not anybody else. How dare someone else so get cancer at the same time? It was, time. yeah, and, and it, you know, and not, a, not an adult. I think a it's child important. That yeah, well, I think it's know? important to show sympathy. No, not not sympathy. It's it's important to share things like this um, because it shows how children are treated when they go back to school. Well, this is it. No, and that's why I wanted to especially ask about like Liv and Harry and it'd be nice for Harry At some point to come, to come in. as well. He's off on his holidays yeah, enjoying, enjoying the yeah. sun. 
because like you say it's what is happening to Archie the profound effect it's had on you as a mum yeah. but obviously on his siblings as well and like you said kids can be blooming horrible mm. and they can be mean and they can see hurtful things to each other mm. there was another you know. thing that she said she was like I said well yeah obviously I've only just found out so my mum said if I need any time off school then she's more than happy to let me have a few days off and she said well you can't use that as an excuse to not come into school or you're going to fail all your GCSEs and stuff like that it's not really a supportive comment she, you know no, <laughs> and I because she's like obviously been through it herself through it she would be herself, more, she would more be sympathetic more yeah. I thought she would be more supportive to it so I just brushed it off and she did do one nice thing when she took me out for like a day or whatever but then from then she the just, friendship just, just, broke just, down. just broke down yeah and it did honestly really hurt me because I thought we were such good friends and then like I'm still hurt by it now because no, obviously, of course, yeah, it was so. Important. I thought she would be so supportive with it and stuff, but she just really wasn't. No. And obviously, they always say in these types of situations, you always find out about friends and families, yourself even. It really shows well, what you know. The people, what your friends' true priorities friends, true, are. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's shows an actual, where their priorities yeah. are, like. And the, did you did you have anything like that bullying or anything at school? Were people being mean no, about Archie or anything I would like say that? A lot of people were very like. How's your brother and stuff? A lot of people didn't really ask me. They're more on messaging. Okay. But yeah. a lot of people at school, I don't think they knew he was my brother. Yeah. Mm. But I think because it's I kept... Hot in here, it? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all these lights. <laughs> but because I was like reposting on Instagram saying my brother, a lot of people did like obviously like clock on that he was my brother and they kept asking like, how is he and yeah. stuff. I think now it's just no one really asks apart from like my actual friends. Close friends. Close yeah. friends, family and stuff like yeah. that. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate you saying going, that. Going back, going back to... Where are we now? Where are we back? So yeah. we're in ICU. We're in ICU. Piku. 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 Is that Piku? 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 I don't know. If somebody knows how to pronounce it, let it's us the, know. Was it the Pediatric <laughs> Intensive Care, care Unit? unit. Yeah. yeah, Piku. Yeah, it must be Piku. P-I-C-U. So going back to Unita's Hill Archie that he's got cancer. So I'm I'm looking at Baz and I'm thinking, I can't do that. How can you tell a child that and make a child it, and, and make your own understand. child Yeah, that they have cancer? I'm thinking I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to this doctor and I'm you know, going, well, what am I meant to say to him? I can't just blurt blurt it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, He's gonna be like, What the hell's that mum? Like well, you know. So I asked um I asked the doctor to sort of help me tell him. So we went, we went mm. in and, and I sat down on the bed with him and I said, like, do you understand what's going on? And he said, no. And I said, do you understand that your blood is poorly? And he said, yeah, I understand that. And, you know, they're giving me medication to make me better. And I said, yes. I said, but, you know, we know, we know there's a name for it. We know what the illness is now. Um, and we just said, like, um, Archie, you've got cancer. And it was, there was no other way to say it. There, mm. there wasn't. And it was, it, it, it did, it, break, it, it broke me because I thought... I was, I was going to say, yeah. So, yeah, so what happened at So you've told him, you've gone, Archie, I've got cancer. Like, how did you react? Did you just then break down? He cried. Did he cry? He cried. And then me and Baz both cried. And we just said to him, we just kept saying to him, you know, you're going to beat this. Because we just wanted to lift him up because yeah. he'd just been told this devastating news. And we just kept telling him, "You're going to beat this. You're going to fight this. We're going to we're going to be here every step of the way. You know, you are going to beat it." Um, and that was tough. That that was really tough. How you know? How do you deal with that? 
I don't think you, there's there's any right right way. It can be wrong ways, but I don't think there's any right no, ways. No, there isn't. Thing, you know. And then on top of that, you know, you then have to tell your child he's going to lose his hair. So that so, was hard. So, so 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 that's the thing. So you know, what questions was he asking? So you know, you've told you said yeah, look, you've got said, cancer. Yeah. He said, "Am I going to die?" Yeah. And I said, straight away, I said, "No." And what did that do to you when you heard that? I wanted to run. Yeah. I can see. I even yeah. get emotional there. Yeah. I got a bit emotional there. As I felt much as you don't, as much as you don't want to, mm. everything in your body is telling you to run. Get away. You, you do want to get away from it. Yeah. You get away from you it. Cannot, you cannot. Yeah. You can't cope run. with it. You can't cope with seeing your child like that. You can't cope with all the emotions that you're feeling. You're stuck in this hospital. You can't scream. You can't shout. You literally just have to sit there and be there for your child. Yeah. And it's like, I just wanted to get up and leave. So all I wanted to do, just get up and just, just Disappear. leave. Yeah. And pretend that it wasn't happening. Totally understand that. Totally get that. Totally get that. You know. And then it was like, you know, his oxygen levels have dropped. And I'm thinking he can't breathe. His breathing would stop every couple of minutes. And I'm thinking, like, no one was doing anything. So I, I went and spoke to somebody and said he needs something needs to be done. And they did put him on oxygen and it brought the levels up. Can I ask something? <laughs> it might sound weird. Do you find, did you, did you find that when you, when you got to the hospital and a diagnosis, that he got worse? He physically got worse, like you said. Like just because you said about the breathing and his oxygen levels. Yes. Did it just seem to go a bit yes. downhill yeah. all of a sudden yeah. because it was everyone was kind of aware, if that makes because sense, I of think, what was happening? Yeah, and I think because it had got to a point where the leukemia was taking hold, and he hadn't started treatment at this point. Well, this he is was it. literally yeah. just being flushed. Yeah, he just literally yeah. just found out um, he's there. Yeah. And it was literally it was like you know, his nose was getting worse, his breathing was getting worse, he weren't eating. At all, yeah. At all. So they must be doing like intravenous drip to him yeah. as well, fluids, the whole thing. And it was yeah. like, he was weak, obviously, he, he didn't even want to get out of bed. I don't think he got out of bed for seven to ten days. Wow. Other than, obviously, we were bringing the things to the... So he can go to the toilet, the yeah, bedpan and stuff. because he yeah. did not want to get out of bed. Wow. Okay, that's taken a lot of that, a lot yeah. out of him. Then, so the only reason I asked that is, 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 yeah, I've it's just stuff I hear and I've seen before, and talking to people just yeah. in general. It's always that thing when you don't know you have something. Yeah, nothing really happens, and but the, the day you I, hear I, it, you know, it's I like all of a sudden. And I think to myself, you know, because you hear stories of older children going through leukemia, and you think they say how they feel. Or how they felt before they were diagnosed. Like, oh, I felt weak and I felt yeah. right. And I sit there and I think, did Archie not feel right, but he didn't know how to communicate that to me? You know, was he not feeling right in himself, but he didn't know how to explain that to me? That's that's the intriguing thing with mm. what you're saying and stuff like that, because you know he's an articulate kid. You know he can say this. You know he can say that. Was he trying to protect you guys, or did he not just want to say it? Mm. Was it just his age and he just... Put it to the back of his mind. You You just don't know. Um, And then think it was that important to kind of say. No. You know, because we say to Josh sometimes as well, you know, so Sophie's much more open to come forward to us and talk, whereas Josh is a bit more. uh, You have a double check. Yeah, Yeah. like what happened? Yeah, it was good. 
was yeah. it? Go into <laughs> yeah. a bit more depth. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, I know. So, you know, so he's asking you about, and like I say, you know, no parent. I can't even imagine any of the kids asking, will they die? Mm. You know, it's heartbreaking. The fact that they're even contemplating that in the first place, that's that's not even a thought that should go into a child. Because you, I think you yeah. associate cancer yeah. with death, don't you? And this is exactly it, you know. Um, well, we told him he wasn't going to die. Yeah. And we made sure that that was asserted, we asserted that to yes. him, like, you know, no, we are this not going to let yeah. that happen. Um, I mean, it was a rough night, really rough night, in there, really rough. Um, I've... The only way to explain it, right, it's like, you know, you hear people when they say, like, they've, they've done cocaine, right? I know yeah. we're going down the road of talking about drugs, and they're, what, like, literally off their nut because they can't sleep. That is the only way to describe the adrenaline that's going yeah. through your body. You're emotionally drained. Yeah. You're physically drained. You've had no sleep, barely any water, any food, and you're just running on fumes. Literally. It, you, it can't eat, you can't eat. I mean, my mum was like, you need to have a cup of tea. They were in the, the family room waiting because we were in with Archie. You couldn't have visitors in. My brother's trying to shove tea down me and I'm like, I can't drink it. I feel sick. I yeah. feel like if I put that tea, up. I'm going to be sick. It, it, I, I didn't eat for days. I couldn't drink. And... Like we were given it, which is what's really good at St George's. You get given a private room, so one of you can go yeah. off and get some sleep and things like that. I, could, I just couldn't sleep. I was in and out, in and out. You know. I remember you. I, I remember you saying and stuff like that about like makeup or something like that. It was like the first time I put makeup on yeah. in ages. Like you know. Yeah. Because you just don't. You're not thinking about yourself. I just didn't even care. Did yeah. not even care. And then it was like, so come the next day, you know, we eventually got him off to sleep that night. Um, again, the doctors were in and out, in and out all night, checking him hourly. Which waking, was, waking him up. Yeah. I know it's so annoying. You're like, you need sleep, and then so just, he, yeah. he woke up the next day, and they said he's, <laughs> he's nil by mouth because we still we needed to go down for a bone marrow aspiration because we need to see what the leukemia blasts are saying, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, we had the consultant who is now our consultant, our lovely consultant who I absolutely adore because he's just amazing. Um, he came round about two o'clock in the afternoon and we kind of said, like, what's going on? He's not eating, he's not mm. had anything to drink or anything like that. And he said, right. He was quite angry, actually, because he said he told them that it wasn't going ahead okay. so that he could eat. So he was, Archie was quite happy. He was eating a packet of Pringles <laughs> or whatever he was doing. Um, and our consultant asked to speak to me and Baz in the room. Mm. Um, took us to the room and said, right, so we know which type of leukemia it is, yeah. it's the best type that you could have. Excellent, I, I, I was going to say. As soon as I heard those words, I was like, right, I mean, it's cancer, there's no best type of anything really, is exactly. there? Exactly, you were saying the doctor's taking you into a room. Yep, sat us down, but obviously told us it was the best type. The best type best of leukemia, I don't think I'd ever hear that in my life, no. but... Um, <laughs> basically sat us down and told us what would happen going forward, um, you know, that treatment could be anything from three to five years. And when I heard that, I was like, what? That's almost his life at the moment, you know. Well, you, you know it, you it was almost like, you know, it's taking away his childhood. Well, it is. This is it. It is, you know, it's just gone into year four. He's going to be a teenager. 
He's going to be in year seven. When yeah. when treatment finishes, he's going to be in year seven. And even then, it's you've got that all that anxiety after of, you know, we've got to go back for checkups and everything like that. Um, so basically, treatment would be anywhere between three to five years. And what happens with leukemia is you get put on a, it's called a regiment. Yeah. It's regiment A, regiment B, regiment C. And that is all down to how he responds to treatment and everything like that. What type of leukemia it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a being, how do I put it? Um, I don't know how to put it. So not a lot of children go on A. Yeah. Most children go on B. And if you if it's if it's quite a bad leukemia, you go on C. So, so, a, oh, so is that how it is? Yeah, it's it kind of goes the down. Intensity levels, yeah. kind of, of the yeah. treatment. Okay. Um. So we were told that he would start on regiment B, and the following day he would need to treatment would be started the following day. Yeah. Um. They would take him down the following day for bone marrow aspiration, and a pick line would need to be fitted. Um. And I'm like, well, what's a pick line? I was about to say, what what's is a pick, a pick line? line? Yeah. Um, he had a lovely nurse sitting with him. She was the one that was going to fit the pick line. So what happens is they make a small incision in his arm and they feed like a catheter-type tube. They obviously do it by um, is it ultra, it's ultrasound. So they feed the tube in and it sits into an artery next to the heart. Wow. So when they administer chemotherapy, take blood, anything like that, it would be done here. He wouldn't. He would have to. Have, he would. The cannulas would so, be able to be removed. So he's basically got like an inbuilt cannula kind basically. of basically. Um, so that was the first port of call because they didn't want to keep stabbing him everywhere. Basically. Oh yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so nice. painful pulling that in and out. And... Um, so. We know there's two types, so you could have a port fitted, which which sits around the rib area, but he was too skinny at the time, which is why they went for the pick line. So that would be what would be happening. They would test the bone marrow for leukaemia blast to see what percentage it was at. Yeah. The pick line would be fitted, and we would be starting on regiment B. Okay. Um, and what happens from there is he... He basically ran for everything with us. We obviously asked lots and lots of questions. When will he lose his hair? Will yeah. his hair come back? We had holiday booked. Could he go on holiday? Can he go back to school? All these yeah. questions. Yeah, can he see? Can he see family, yeah. friends? There's, what can he eat? So in the beginning, that's it. So yeah. even eating, <laughs> that's you know, things even like eat. that. Yeah. In the beginning, we were told what can he that... drink? Yeah, yeah, so much. It's crazy. You know... I needed a notebook because it was literally going in that area and out that Yeah. I couldn't keep up with it. So at the beginning, we were told it would be six weeks he would be missed at school. Six weeks, and then he would be able to go back to school. And that weren't right, because that didn't happen. <laughs> um, we had a holiday booked for June, which we were taking him away for his birthday. We asked, would that be a possibility? It could be a possibility. We'll have to see at the time. That didn't happen. Didn't happen, yeah. Um, again, we spoke about food. So they can't eat anything that's like undercooked. Everything has to be overcooked because of risk of infection. And like live liquids. Yeah. Poor Live bacteria. Yeah. Poor kid. He yeah. has to have a well done steak. Yeah. That's basically it. Um, yeah. Basically like a pregnant woman diet. So, yeah. I mean, he loves prawns. And we would yeah, no fish. Yeah, well, shellfish. this is it. Shellfish. Yeah. This is it. Um, so what, he can't have 
probiotic yogurt and no. stuff like that. No, I don't like culture. It's got live bacteria live in it. Live bacteria, yeah. yeah. Didn't even think about Nothing that. Like that. Um, wow. Ice cream fans. Anything from an ice cream. Ice cream machine. can't even touch. No, unless Sternal. it's in a wrapper or in a tub. But you know, it's pasteurised or something yes. like that. Yeah. So certain know, cheeses, cheeses he can't have. Yeah. Um, oh, parmesan. Cheese. No. Parmesan. He has to have the 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 the, 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 the pasteurised. Pasteurised. Yeah. 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 So all things like that. Um, certain flowers they don't like flowers because flowers release um fungus i mean i suffer from hay fever so i hate flowers in general. and you know what yeah, i'm so. going to be honest with this, right? so right at the beginning right i'm going to be so honest everyone was sending me flowers right and i did not have the heart to tell them that i couldn't have flowers in the house it's like mum just put them in the bin no no i was putting them in the garden i was putting them in a vase because i just you know, people were turning up and I was thinking, you know, they'd, they'd be at the door. And because of what the consultant had told me, I was actually running to the back door with these flowers because I was so frightened that anything happens, odd, yeah. it was going to come Like lilies and stuff yeah. like that, like the more, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, and yeah, so now everybody, please don't buy me flowers. Hey, <laughs> no, but this is it, see, some people, see, people wouldn't have even known no. that at home. And it's not that, I've had quite a, a few other oncology mums say to me that they didn't even know that. That's what I mean. They you didn't even know. Not even yeah. know. It would not even. I, I would not have even. It just. Like I, said, I mean, we've been told now. I mean, I've spoken to our shared care, and they've said to us now that a lot of it is as well to do with the water that is in the vase because if oh, it goes, it goes all mouldy. Yeah. yeah it's bacteria. So we have been told. I mean, please don't take it so literally that like I did run into the back door with flowers. But if you wanted to keep, you know, a bunch of flowers in a vase, you just need to... Keep on top of fresh them, fresh water, water all the time. Once the flowers start to wilt, throw them away. Yeah. And obviously don't keep them in the bedroom. With yeah, but choke, keep yeah. them away. In the kitchen, lots of ventilation. Yeah. Um, I mean, even to the point I wasn't taken to a garden centre because I was that frightened. You just didn't want to... I have it. now. Yeah. Um, because they've said to me, it's not like he's but sitting there in the middle of a like, bunch of flowers. <laughs> he's just throwing flowers at him. Um, but it's understandable. But there are these things, you know, it really does... Well, you don't know. This no, is the thing. No, it it's was the all new. It's like, at the end of the day, you've just found out your son's got cancer, the type of cancer it is, the level, you know, because it's, a, you know, the infection, white blood cells and stuff, yeah. the autoimmune is just gone. Yeah. You know, he's got no disease protection whatsoever. You don't even want to take him out of the house. I'm no. surprised you did. That's no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, you wouldn't want to. You put him in a bubble and go, there you go. And that was it, yeah. yeah. But we had all this being thrown at us at the doctors, from the doctors, our consultant and everything. And I, I said to my consultant, I said at the time, I said, are you going to be with us the whole Forever. time through this? Please. And he went, well, I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. And I thought, you know what? He was just amazing, absolutely amazing. And I Made a difference, yeah. Yeah, it really, really did. He's just, even when we see him at the Mars and now, you know, he's just such a lovely guy. He'll pop his head in, he'll ask how Archie's getting on and... You know, he's just—he's amazing. Really, he—he loves his job. You can see that he loves his job. They're the people you need. That's the people you need in those types. And he said something so lovely to Archie because obviously he sat down when Archie was in ICU, and he said to him, he explained to Archie the type that he had, and he said to Archie, you know, he said, "Uh, "We're going to make you all better, buddy," and that sort of—it stuck with me that you know he believed. And now I believe, I do yeah. believe that he is because that's what, better. That's what, you, because exactly, that's it. I, I was going to ask that question. Yeah. Is what do you need? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You to need, get through you this. Need, you, need, you need the people making your child better to believe that they are going to get better. Because if you don't 
feel like they're competent of doing that, you're just going to lose all faith. Yeah. And I think with me, I trust my consultant so much. Yeah. Um, that's incredibly important, though, like you say, so you can have those conversations. Yeah. You can see what, you know, and, and just be able to just hash it out if things aren't going right, or even if they are going right, and, 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 and take thing, a step back and, and stuff like that. And even with questions, I always say this before, I've never been one for writing things down. Write everything down. Please just do it. You'll like, forget something. Yeah, yeah no, honestly, in, any questions, <laughs> write it down. Anything that's going on, write it down. I've had parents, you know, us like three months into it, and parents have come up to us, oh, we're just newly diagnosed, and I'm still learning myself. And all I can say to them is just take note of everything. Absolutely yeah. everything, because then you can look back. You can see how far they've come. You can see how well they've progressed. Um, well, that's why I want to offer, because, you know, this this you're doing and stuff like that with this podcast. That's why we, we want to do a transcript for people out there as well. Yeah. So that, you know, if you don't want to listen to, obviously, the whole podcast in one go or anything like that, then by all means, you can use the transcript. Um, and just look at sort of key areas that you know might be important to you, whether it's to do about diagnosis, you know, as this episode's about, you know, and 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 how Natalie and Archie got there, and the family did as well, and how they felt about that. So you know, we're going to have all of these different sort of um, types of information available to you all at home as well. Like I say, transcript. If you want to read it at a later date, you're going to have the podcast as well to, to listen to. Um, you know, you're going to have the, the the breakdown of the story as well. So, you know, um, whatever's uh, whatever part of the journey you guys at home may be at on your, you know, with your kids or if it's you going through this journey yourself, even if you're alone um, and you don't feel like you've got no one to support you or anything, by all means, you can reach out to us as well. Uh, we'll provide information, links as well yeah. to local charities, the Leukemia Trust and, and, and you know, St. George's Hospital and all the other areas that have helped Archie. Website links, just so that everyone at home can obviously not feel lost um, in the situation. I think that's, a, that's the thing, that's the key thing as well. You feel alone. And that's, that's, you feel yeah. like nobody else is going through it. Yeah. Until we go to the Marsden and we see you see every, everybody yeah. else going through it. When you're at home, you think that it's just you. Yeah. And, that's, and you do feel alone. And it helps, though, that I yeah. can imagine. Seeing, being obviously, there helps. Yeah, yeah, being there, yeah. You speak to other mums and know that they feel exactly the same. And then everyone's at different, obviously, stages yeah. of the yes. journey and stuff yeah. like that. So some people are much later. Some people just just been diagnosed yeah. and things. Um, but going back yeah. to that, you know... We had another doctor come out and say, you know, Archie's doing really well mm. when he was in ICU. We feel that we can move him to a ward now, which is what happened. He was moved to a ward. Um, and he was moved to Pickney Ward, the most amazing ward. Cannot fault them. They are absolutely amazing. Um, and that's where treatment started. Okay. Well, I think we'll leave treatment to the next episode. Yep. Um just as a sort of as a last finisher for people at home, um, I want to talk again about the signs. What you would consider yeah. to be the main signs for you, stuff to for people at home um, would need to, if they've noticed this. Go, you know what? I'm not going to wait yeah. around anymore. Mm. I've heard Natalie say this, and you know what? This person's got it, or I've got this, and this is what I need to do. So, mm -hmm. what would you say? 
are the main important signs? I would say if your child is overly exhausted and tired, yeah. um, another symptom with Archie is he lost his colour from his face. He looked very, yeah. very pale. So if, if your child's lost colour, yeah. um, breathlessness, yeah. uh, pain in the back, pain in the legs, yeah. um, headaches, vomiting, night sweats. That is one thing I didn't touch okay. on. Night so you're sweats, still coming back to me now. Archie sweats. had night sweats. And I don't mean like a little sweat. It, it's going to be drenched. You, drenched, yeah. yeah. And you know you're ill when that That's happens. it. Yeah. Um, feeling full very quickly. Yeah. Um, I touched on everything there. Bruising and stuff? Yeah, bruising, well. bruising. So bruising in places they wouldn't normally bruise in. And, and the, is it a different type of bruise as so, well? Yeah, so there is a name for it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but it is, so it's the pinprick bruising that you get. So it looks like, it's almost like, it's, it's a blood colour. So it's like red, purple red, yeah, colour. Right, and it's yeah. pinprick. And it almost looks like a rash rather than a bruise. Okay. Um, but yes, and also bruising. Yeah. Um, I think I've covered all of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have. And the lymph nodes. And the lymph nodes, the swollen oh, lymph, lymph nodes. nodes. Yes, Inflamed, swollen, swollen yes. stuff like that. Yeah. And if antibiotics are obviously working yeah. if you've taken your yeah. kid. And, and yeah. if, I mean, if they're displaying any of those symptoms, please request a blood test. Uh, it's, it's an FBC, it's a full blood count. Oh, yeah, FB, yeah. Yes, so FBC. FBC, everyone, full blood count. And anybody can request it. Yeah, There's no, no reason why your shop. Your and they can't should, reject it. They cannot sense, refuse yeah. it, yeah. yeah. So they if can't you feel reject. like your child has got any of them symptoms, just go for a full blood count, yeah. take everything, sugar, liver, yeah. the whole shebang. And document everything. Document everything. The days Based. that they're feeling unwell, everything, yeah. That's really good advice. That's really good advice, actually, on the on the document, everything. Keep a diary. Yes. If you're overly worried about stuff, even if you're not overly worried, again, it's always best, better to be safe than sorry with these things. In Natalie's case, you know, as you said, it, it was caught, would you consider early? Yes. Very early? Although the doctors say you can't catch these things early, I th I think if you, I wasn't on top of it, yeah, because because of the percentage of leukemia cells that were found in his bone marrow, I believe I caught it early. It was quite low in yeah. comparison to other kids yes. of that similar sort of yeah. age and, 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 and a part of their journey and stuff. Um, yeah, well, that's 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's really yeah yeah. <laughs> like sort of yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, with the signs and stuff like that, we've got the signs in place, everyone. So so like we say, you know, the next episode we're going to be talking about treatment, and we will, as normal, as you can tell in this, there's so much to talk about. We will go be going off on tangents. Uh, and talking I'm about... I'm trying to suppress my emotions because I don't want to cry in front of you, Rick, because I, I don't want to make you cry. I mean, I almost, I almost went. I, there was a point. I almost I was, went. Okay. Yeah, she was looking at me. She was going as well. And I was like, don't look at me, live. But no, honestly, I just want to say... I don't thank... want it to be all doom and gloom. That's no, but this is, this, is, this is exactly it, you know. So I want them to feel the emotion. Yeah. And, I, you know, I will it's, get emotional, but... It's a horrible situation. It is. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that's and that's the important message here. Yeah. yeah. Is having the right support around you, having the right information around you. Yes. Yeah. Having the right people around you. Yeah. And being true to yourself. Yeah. As you have heard in this, Natalie pushed pushed, <laughs> um, pushed, you know, for for this, you know, and that's an incredibly important lesson. 
think the to thing take is, nobody knows your child better, better than, than you. you. And that's it, and that's yeah. exactly it, you know. And 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 that's a vital, important point. And I just want to say thank you for being so honest, and thank you to Olivia as well for your honesty. Um, we will get some more people on the show as well. Like I say, you'll be a part. I can't of wait to get Baz on. You guys Baz are going to love Baz. And and then hopefully, you never know. Not you know, uh, predicting the future or anything like that. Have Archie. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So. It'd be lovely. He's already asked to come on. Yeah, so, that's what yeah, I mean. It'd be I'm lovely sure you to... guys are going to meet Archie. You're going to yeah. love him. And, 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 and Harry. Harry as well and Baz. And, and this is what I mean. It's just nice to hear things from other people's perspectives. Yes. Because this isn't just for those at home who are going through this or their kids might be going through this. It might be a dad or a mum, a gran. And, yeah. You know, and, and someone who's not, not affecting them directly but wants to be able to help, wants the knowledge, wants to know the links and the support network so that they can then help their family or friends in any way possible, you know, through this through this horrible situation ultimately, which is what it is. But, you know, with the good people around you, it makes the situation better, manageable, with a happy ending. You know, so we just want to say thank you again everyone for Thanks, for listening and watching. This is our first podcast and yeah, we're we're really new to this, guys. Just brand new. This yeah. is fresh. This is fresh. This so, is so new to us. Uh, like, we have not got a clue what yeah. we're doing. <laughs> so thank you. And we just yeah, want to raise awareness. Exactly. And give us some feedback. We really appreciate comments. Yes, and we're gonna, questions. If anyone's if, got any questions, questions please yes. ask away. So what, I'll, what we'll do is as well, I'll put uh, on our sort of just the podcast channel, you will see the information, links and stuff to obviously Archie's Instagram as well. Um, his sort of web support and things like that, any type of GoFundMe's and things like that as well, so that, you know, you've got all the links there, you can kind of keep uh, up to date with Archie's journey and send messages uh, messages via Instagram um, to Natalie, and if we don't answer them on Instagram, because she gets inundated, as we found out, yeah. from, with all the love and support from everyone. We can ask um, someone here. We, yeah, exactly, and that's and, and that's that's where it is. You know, the single place to get all your leukemia information. Little leukemia Q&A. This is it, leukemia yeah. Q&A. So, thank you, everyone. Thank you for uh, listening and watching our podcast, Living with Leukemia, with Natalie and Olivia. And, um, yes, we will see you all soon for our next podcast. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.